I just don't think mimes can do a podcast because I just don't think they have anything interesting to say. I'll be honest. I don't know. I think like if you looked in the mind of a mime, there's some interesting stuff going on in there. It's a lot of stuff to say about boxes and mm-hmm. ropes I think, that are... I think it's kind of like really some important stuff there, especially the trapped in a box. It's kind of like our country in a way. Um, oh. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Good morning. Ooh, that Kanye song. Oh, yeah. Uh, hello from graduation right when can we when when will we be able to hear will that's my question no i can't hear you in the meantime let me point out my new latest piece to my background what's that do you see where my finger is pointing oh hell yeah yeah it's a a drawing of goofy that i made when i was oh really 11, 11 years old at disney quest no, I, 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 my parents have a picture that I drew at Disney Quest hung on the wall. So that, that's, that's cool that you have that. Yeah, my mom, awesome. had it, my mom had it hung on her wall and I... Uh, you took it? She let me take it. Nice. So now it's in my apartment. I'll talk about it, but I watched Borat 2 this morning. Oh, you did? Yeah. You watched it that fast? Yeah, I, I was up at 7 and I was like, <laughs> it's, let's watch it. <laughs> you watched it? Th- oh my God. Well... yeah. I was thinking about it this morning, but I was not going to get up that early. Yeah, I understand. I, I usually wake up early just to try to get the most out of my day since I work all day. But no. when I woke up this morning, I was like, I have to watch Borat too. Hello? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I recommend Hello, it. Hello, Will. You can hear me? Yeah. yeah. Hey. What about... Okay, he took off his headset. I, can't, I, can't, I don't know if he can hear us, but... Oh, I, I didn't get me a drink. Yeah, Borat too. Borat too. It's the top of my watch list. Yeah, I, I you should watch it. Also, uh, Tim Heidecker has a uh, a stand-up special coming out tonight. Oh wow! What a time so, for comedy. Yeah, I'm telling you, October has been kind of big. Yeah, you know, we're actually getting movies. Things are actually being released, and yet here we are talking about old, old. shit. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. Gosh. Like oh. Possessor <laughs> yeah, and like the possessor. Witches. <laughs> Not I weird. didn't even know the Witches was a thing until you said something. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Zemeckis is out with a new movie. It actually, I think it came out yesterday. Oh, it did? Speak. That's next week's episode, right? Uh, with with <sighs> you boys. I don't know. <laughs> I started up Blair Witch. Hello? Um, hey. Hello, the game? Will. Yeah, the game. This is a spoiler for uh, anyone... Uh, who you know doesn't know what we're going to be doing, but oh, true. we've been talking about doing media boils, which will be a witch-themed episode, mm-hmm. if we can in the next. Uh, I guess there's what's today the twenty third. <laughs> there's like what eight days left in this month. Oh my god! Which we and we still have to get. I think two more episodes after this. Yeah. Out yeah. to finish our media thumb. Hi, welcome to Media Boys. We're a movie podcast now. <laughs> All yeah. we do is movies. I don't want to look. We've been. I'll issue this statement right ahead. Right. I'll put the horse in front of the buggy so we can get this thing going. I'll tell you something. We've been neglecting games and albums, but mm-hmm. we would like to fix that. We're gonna do an episode about a game soon. Maybe Jackbox. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would be nice. Could do that. Uh, and an album. 
I'm soon. sure something's coming out. I mean, we want to do media. Do I think it. media boils would be a good one yeah. to do mm-hmm. if we can in our, in the next eight days. Also, but, we've been saying Dead by Daylight every week. Yeah, yeah, Dead by Daylight would be a good one. Oh, we're playing Dead by Daylight again this week. Mm-hmm. I we can, that's what we've been saying. So we have three mm-hmm. episodes to record left, and we have uh, about you know you know a few more days left in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's fine. We're fine. We're doing all right. We'll get it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, if even hey. if I have to wake up at seven in the morning, uh, I'll do it. Or at six in the morning. No, I'll damn do it. Four. What did you have to say, Will? Oh, this is a good week for movies, huh? Yeah, yeah. it was really solid. Done I'm it. Nathan woke up at 7 in the morning to watch Borat 2 this morning. Yep, I watched what? Borat 2. Very, very <laughs> nice. Was it good? Best, wow. best yeah, time to I watch a comedy. Best yeah. time to watch a comedy. When you like can't, don't know what's going on, your brain's like it hasn't started yet. Yeah, I have to... When I go see my mom, she really wants to watch it because she loves Sasha Baron Cohen. Can't hear you, Nathan. I can't hear you. Can't hear you, buddy. I'll fill in the gap here. Borat 2 is the sequel to Borat 1. Yeah. Okay, oh. what? There he Hello. is. Is that you? Hello. You're yeah, but you're what, you're going to watch it with your mom? Yeah. That is that not fun. a good idea? <laughs> I mean, just do it. I won't. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I watch R-rated movies with my mom all the time. Yeah, I, I think watch, I watch I watch Bruno with my mom too. It's so. it's not as like uh, gross out as Bruno, so you're good. Back okay. in 2010, my mom took me to see Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, I saw Hot Tub Time Machine with my fam. So and and ever since then, we watched tons of R-rated comedies together. Yeah, but this one's like it's it's really funny. I thought it was a good time. Um, it's good. Yeah. It's definitely very top. There's a whole scene with Rudy Giuliani that is. I've heard insane. about it. I've it heard of that. It's worth it just to watch that. That was like storming Twitter. Yeah. Like Twitter was blowing up because Rudy Giuliani was tweeting. He was like, you know, I was tucking my shirt in. It was just a tuck. Yeah. No. That man keeps finding himself in like Seinfeld situations. I know. He's like, he's the George it was Costanza. A tuck, Jerry. He's like, if George Costanza was unlikable. <laughs> and then everyone saw me tuck in my shirt. Yeah, I have to lay on the bed to tuck. Okay? You don't understand, Jerry. I have to be unilateral. I might be wrong there. Unilateral. I. That, that sounds like something that would be used. So you're good. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What, I, what, what, what's unilateral, George or Rudy? Unilateral, unilateral. <laughs> I think Kramer burst through the door. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's the only way to tuck, Jerry. You got to be lying on the bed. You got to be lying on the bed. Oh, yeah. You ever tucked lying down? <laughs> the best. But uh, speaking of digital releases, I watched David Burns' American Utopia. Once again, I can't hear you, Nathan. I think you just talked. I saw a film with more Seinfeld stuff. And Elaine walks in and is like, what are you guys talking about? And Jerry goes, uh. <laughs> and, and Elaine and says. George and Kramer leave. Elaine's like, George, you're a sex offender now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's back. Oh, I'm back. Uh, American Utopia, uh, pretty much. I consider David Burns' follow-up to Stop Making Sense, which is a talking head concert film. Mm-hmm. This is in a similar vein. Uh, it's basically David Byrne going through kind of his career. It's not just the album American Utopia, but he goes through some some very specific songs from his career. 
and it's pretty fantastic. Uh, it's a show he did on Broadway. Um, the camera work is amazing. The music is amazing. The choreography, pretty amazing. Uh, I could probably watch it maybe three or four more times. Just a lot of, it's really good. Yeah, I need to watch it. It's on the top of my list. That, that's my Hamilton. Burn okay? notice. <laughs> okay, I'll just say that. All right. Thank you, Mr. David Byrne. It's great to see him back. Really is. <laughs> the King's back. Return of the King. Should have mm-hmm. called that. Well, wow. well, you have something to say. Your, your lips are pursed. I got an idiot voice. Oh. Oh. Ooh, I don't. The idiot voice. So I was, uh, I was up in Jacksonville with, uh, with uh, my girlfriend's family and her sister and her fiancé. And uh, whenever we stay up there, her, her fiancé uh, goes and gets like a dozen sort of donuts from, uh, from uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And so this morning, we're all hanging out in the kitchen, eating a donut, and she has, a, she has kids, and one of them's uh, really little. One of them's like three years old. And we're all eating donuts in the, in the kitchen, and the, you know, the three-year-old's like, oh, let me get one of those donuts. And, you know, hands her one of the donuts. She eats it, takes it out, and goes, ooh, spicy. Right? <laughs> and we're all like, spicy. <laughs> we're, all, we're all like looking at each other like, oh, yeah, donuts are spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just thought it was because of her limited vocabulary. She, mm-hmm. didn't like, she like didn't like it, so she said it was spicy. She was like, okay, you can go throw it away. And then I was like, oh, yeah, mine's spicy, too. I'd like a pumpkin spice donut. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, mine's spicy also. And then later we come to find out that there's ghost pepper donuts at, <laughs> at Dunkin' Donuts. You got ghost pepper donuts? And they sort of dozen, and the baby ate it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and all the baby had to say was, oh, that's oh, spicy. Oh, spicy. You got to assume, like, though, in that situation, they don't actually use real ghost pepper. There's ghost pepper in it. Ghost pepper and cayenne. Is it true? Is that true? They just, because, like, That's Wendy's did the same thing, right? With their, didn't they have, like, ghost pepper fries or something? This sounds like a conspiracy know. theory, Chris. Please don't throw that around. <laughs> but, like, it I'm going to go around. I'm going to spread this. It was just funny that, like, we were see. all like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Donuts aren't spicy, but this baby's like, oh, spicy. <laughs> this dumb baby this doesn't dumb know baby. what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, <laughs> fucking, like, six hours later. Fucking spicy donuts. Just vomiting up like <laughs> blood. <laughs> Very Halloween of you, baby. Oh, the baby's getting the spirit. <laughs> Let's just get to the movies. Um, I watched Fright Night with like fucking like uh like a pop up video extras. Oh, oh really? like what Amazon has, yeah. like the little like extra facts and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You learned all types of stuff from this about this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Fright Night, we watched Fright Night. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? 
Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy. I know that, but look, Lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself. But it will do anything to protect its secret. be the night of your life yeah yeah, yeah stalling colin farrell anton yelchin came out in 2011 oh wait oh no that's the wrong one that's the wrong one. Oh. oh, i did the joke i did wow. the joke good good yeah. well actually you wow. gave me a nice transition there because in that movie the remake from 2011 mm-hmm. david tennant plays yeah. peter vincent but he's like a charlie's charlie angel not Charlie. He's not Charlie's Angels. He's Charlie. Or no, sorry, Chris He's, Angel. Uh, yeah, Chris not Angel. Charlie yeah. Angel. See, <laughs> my memory bank is so poor for Chris Angel. Yeah, that I, I prefer I to know something I've, older. I watched the remake in the drive-in that you always go to, Chris. Oh, wow, when it came out, and I remember nothing about that movie, but David Tennant was in it. Yeah. See, I remember I liking it. I didn't remember that, but I do remember that it's like gory. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> way nastier. It's like, yeah. well, it's it's. I think it's mostly uh, CGI, mm-hmm. not really practical effects. Um, and Colin Farrell is the vampire. Antonio Elchin plays Charlie Brewster. Um, and I just remember it's like way darker. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a little edgy. <sighs> yep, it was the age of Twilight, and it was yeah, the return yeah. of vampires, and it's like we this need to make this movie was dark. so fun. Oh, it's such a good, it's such a good time movie. It's like so I watched this movie a long time ago because I actually watched this when the remake came out, mm-hmm. um, and I remember really liking it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this on a Halloween list eventually. It's gonna happen for mm-hmm. years and years now. This year, I was like. I hope this gets on the list because we did the random generator. It mm-hmm. did. I was very happy about that. Um, so I was watching it and I was kind of like, oh, is this just going to be like, is this going to be like a generic 80s movie? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it has the tropes of that. Right? Yeah. It has all the tropes. Your main character is pathetic. His girlfriend's like kind of frustrated. Mm-hmm. His friend's like a loser. But I think. It, while having those 80s tropes, I think that's what part of why it's great, too, right? Yeah, because it has, like, great moments. Like, it's very 80s, but it's, this like, movie very the 80s. 80s horror movie. Yeah. yeah. It also feels like it kind of knows that it's doing these tropes. Yeah. I yeah. Think Even though I'm not sure if it does. I think so, because it, it's just a little silly. Like, it has, like, a silly... Yeah. To it. and it's the guy who went on to make, like, Child's Play, which also kind of has, like, that little... Yeah, bit of, like silliness to it. I think. So, yeah, I think you might be right, Will. That this might be like making f- kind of like self-aware about the '80s trope. The 80s, because yeah. while it does that, it also is very serious about using classic vampire lore. 
Yes. And which kind is of taking yeah. that lore seriously, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot too. Yeah. Somehow, I, somehow this movie rides <laughs> like a perfect line of horror and comedy mm-hmm. where it's like has the goofier stuff. You eat the, you know, you have your cake yeah. and you eat it too. You get the goofy B movie stuff. And it like even like makes fun of B movies with uh, Peter Vincent, that character. Yep. But also, I think it actually has some parts in it where I was like, this is kind of scary. This is actually yeah. genuinely like spooky. Yeah. And that, the scene at the end. Can we get into spoilers real quick? Yeah, we're just jumping around. Yeah, here. that scene in the end where it has fucking Evil Ed dying for like three minutes. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And the practicals on that? Yeah. yeah. As oh he's like slowly transforming from a wolf to back to a human, he's just like fucking reaching out his hand to like mm-hmm. get like some help and he's just fucking <laughs> dying. Uh-huh. And he's like trying to pull it out, but it can't. It's grotesque. It's also wild. on that note, I think it's funny that <laughs> a stake through the heart is like a classic vampire killing, mm-hmm. but like that would kill anybody. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. like it's... <laughs> Except would they, would they explode into bones and green goo? I don't think that, so. I don't think so. <laughs> that I was nuts. So. Like, it, it, I think that's like another common thing of this movie. Like that and the, the, like the dog scene, it laughs on things for like a long time. Like that dude yeah. exploding in the bones like lasts for, forever. Yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah. That guy melting. Yeah. I think think this is an accessible movie. Like, I think, like, this would be a great movie for an audience to watch. Mm -hmm. Like, someone who maybe isn't really into horror, you could probably sit them down and show them this. Yeah. And they'd be into it. But then by the end, when you get to the end, that's when all, like, the effects start taking place. Mm -hmm. Like, really great. It goes from really great effects to really, like, all right, that's clearly like a rubber puppet, <laughs> specifically the yeah. bat scene. Yes. Um, yeah. But yes, jumping ahead to the evil Ed death, that scene is like scary and kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Like the way it lingers on Peter Vincent's like reactions to it mm-hmm. uh, is yeah. kind of like, because that character, Peter Vincent, he's like getting thrust in this world that he has always been a part of, but never knew actually existed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something kind of <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, like his, it, it like adds his, like some sort of depth to that. Yeah, there's, there's one of layers yeah. to it. He's like sad. Like there's one point like he goes to reach out for his hand, but then like doesn't. He like pulls mm-hmm. his hand back, and then like at the end, he's just like, "Oh shit, I killed a kid." He was just like a a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. And I killed him. And it's like unexpected too, because like you know, vampires don't usually turn into wolves. Yeah, that was that was completely different. Evil yeah. Ed just comes down the hallway, and he's, he's a wolf, a wolf. now. <laughs> but I do like how he uses that classic vampire, where like they can turn like other animals, not just bats. Yeah, I, I think it was interesting. Like it brought up a lot. I always loved the vampire thing where you can't enter a person's place unless um, they invite you in. I love yes. that. And I'm I glad love they use that. I really love that too. The way it mm-hmm. does that, it kind of makes it like it plays on like a childhood fear, which is just a fear of strangers. Yeah, and yeah. like, I don't know, a new neighbor. Maybe he's like an older, more mature guy. You don't really know what his vibe is. He doesn't seem very friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what if he was a vampire? And what if your mom was attracted to him? 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Speaking of which, I love how like fast this movie gets into the vampire stuff. There's not oh, a lot yeah. of setup. Like he's like, it's the beginning of the movie, and he looks out the window. Is like, oh, something weird's going on over there. Right. And the at movie the start. starts. There's it's just awesome. a coffin. <laughs> yeah. They're carrying a coffin. Yeah. Um, and it's set up so well because we just we're 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 now we're panning towards his house. There's like mm-hmm. some you know scary music and like a. So clearly like audio from something um and it's peter vincent's uh he like late night show he does like an elvira thing supposed to be like um, vincent price right yeah yeah he's he's a play on vincent price um and i know i was reading that the director was because he clearly he was inspired by like vincent price mm-hmm. but he was like vincent price is actually good in the movies he makes Whereas this character is supposed to be like horrible, uh, just a bad actor. Gotcha. Um, he's like full of himself, kind of like um, forgotten by culture, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, people still remember uh, uh, you know Vincent Price. Yeah. Um, and the movies he made. Whereas this character has just been kind of left in the dust. We kind of yeah. follow him. We don't know. We don't follow him, but later on, we come back to this character mm-hmm. uh, when Charlie Brewster needs help fighting yeah, he his actually vampire neighbor. Doesn't show up in the flesh till about I think thirty minutes in, which is interesting. You see him on TV, but you don't actually see him in person. Yes, and in this scene, we set up that Charlie Brewster. Uh, you can tell he right away that he's kind of a pathetic character. <laughs> Because he has yeah. a hard time getting laid with his girlfriend of exactly. one year. Yeah, and um, like, um, there's always something like a little pathetic about somebody looking out the window with binoculars spying mm-hmm. on people. So yeah, it like kind of sets that up. He doesn't like reach for the binoculars. We don't see that shot. He immediately has them in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and I don't think it's a matter where it's like the girlfriend's just like. No, I don't. I don't think I'm ready yet. It's more just like Charlie Brewster is like a loser, <laughs> yeah. Who like who looks out his window with binoculars instead of, you know, having sex. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like uh, that's been something that's been going on for a long time and frustrating her. One mm-hmm. of the one of the pop up things was Charlie Sheen, uh, like uh, auditioned for this role, but he didn't give it to him because like they're like Charlie Sheen's a hero. <laughs> He looks yeah. like a hero. This guy, we want to look like just a fucking dweeb. Yeah. yeah. I one thing about this movie, it kind of like, like, you know, classic teen thing where the main characters like immediately you, you can relate with them. Mm-hmm. Like think about like Marty McFly. You yeah. Know, he's like, he's in this weird place where he's the type of character you look at. And he's like, that guy's kind of cool, but mm-hmm. he's friends with a nuclear physicist. Uh, which is weird and off-putting, but you can still relate with him. Mm-hmm. I think in this case, Charlie Brewster might not be as like relatable on purpose, just beyond being a teen in trouble, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. he's just supposed to be like really, just really pathetic. The movie's not really asking you to like him, but you follow this character who's in trouble. Yeah. And you kind of, I mean, I like that situation. You, you know, you want you root for him as the hero because mm-hmm. nobody believes him right yeah nobody actually believes that a vampire is next door yeah and the vampire is jerry dandridge Dan- jandridge played by chris sarandon and 
coincidence, I told you two already about this, so this is new for the listener. Last night, I went to the drive-in theater. I saw it was a nightmare before Christmas, which is actually in the top 10 box office right now. Don't know if you know that. Very oh, weird. Wow. But Chris Sarandon is the voice of uh, Jack Skellington, which is a very odd coincidence that I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> um, but I think that was pretty cool. It's weird. I, cause I was wondering like, what else has this guy been in? Mm-hmm. So he's still in movies to this day, right? One like, of the biggest box office hits so. of 2020. Yeah. yeah. That's now right. before Christmas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it made like a million dollars. But War with Grandpa is still number one. Number one. War with Grandpa is the number one film in America. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And it um, is number three. <laughs> it, they made about the same amount of money, War with Grandpa and Tenet, right? They had to. Probably. Probably. Two equally Probably. Yeah. Uh, powerful blockbusters. Yeah. Um, did you notice that, like, when he was in the vampire, when he was invited to the home, the he was drinking the Bloody Mary. The, yeah, uh, nice, little, uh, nice little touch, nice little thing. Yeah, um, I, 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 I saw like the little pop ups too. I know they said because in the beginning he's eating an apple, um, and the director was like, "Oh, I put that in because he has fruit bat in him, like he's part fruit bat." Yeah, it's oh, like in his yeah. DNA, he has fruit bat. <laughs> Well, well, I think it was, was silly. I, the actor was, yeah, the actor was saying that. Oh, the, the actor said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but back to fun. back to Charlie Brewster. Uh, there's like a detail about. There's details here about him that make him even more pathetic. Like his car is un, like unfinished, <laughs> like the paint job. Yeah. Not never explained. He just has an unfinished paint job. I think like if that car was fully painted, he might appear more cool than he actually is. So it's just like, how about we just leave marks on it <laughs> that show you they didn't just didn't finish the paint job. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one was just like, I guess he's not very smart. Uh, like he, he oh, sells like, the pop quiz. Yeah, yeah. Like Evil Ed was like, you better go study trig, and then his mom is like, you studying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like this guy's like a nerd, <laughs> but he's not smart. <laughs> but he's yeah. <laughs> He's, I guess he's just into horror movies, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But there's one scene. Sounds like a regular actually, media boy. Yeah. yeah. He, hey, Charlie, come on the show. <laughs> uh, but there's one thing about him that doesn't make any that doesn't make sense. One scene, uh, which when he finds out that his neighbor is a vampire, he goes to Evil Ed like, "What? how can I fight vampires? And I'm like, you're a horror nerd. That's like something you should know. It's basic horror knowledge. <laughs> Give yeah. him eight dollars. You know, the cross, the the holy water, the garlic. Mm-hmm. You should know this, Charlie. Come on, Evil Ed. That character is just like right off the bat. Who is this guy? This <laughs> yeah. he's Evil Ed it's goes a, off. It's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> This man absolutely pops off. Uh huh. And you got to, like, immediately right off the bat, you're like, this guy's going to be a vampire <laughs> or something. Uh huh. <laughs> this is the bad guy. But then they're friends. Mm-hmm. He's friends with this guy. <laughs> Who, what, like, how pathetic do you have to be to be friends with Evil Ed? <laughs> <laughs> like, even Evil Ed doesn't like him. 
doesn't really like Charlie. He doesn't like he thinks he's yeah. kind of a loser. Yeah, they yeah. really don't like each other. It's interesting. Like it's weird. Yeah. This I, I guess that's a, a Marty McFly thing too. He just had like somehow he has a girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know how this guy has a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. But his girlfriend is kind of a little uptight maybe. But I, I guess she likes Charlie. She, she puts up with him, right? Yeah. But the, yeah. Um, the, the evil vampire puts his spell on her. Yeah. Classic one of the vampire cool- charms. Yeah. One of the coolest scenes, dancing in the club. Mm. Yeah. 80s movies that go to the club. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always I'm the always best. like, I, they put me in a trance. Like mm-hmm. Terminator. Oh, yeah. And oh, he fucking God. kills two dudes there. Yeah, that that is yeah. That's another part that stands out a little bit more. He like is out and open about like using vampire powers. Like his mm-hmm. face transforms, uh, and it's like okay, that, that's a little. That part's a little bit weird, mm-hmm. but the the rest of the nightclub stuff is really good when he puts oh, him yeah. in a trance. Um, another part that I think is actually kind of scary is just like how casually he just breaks into the house, <laughs> like right away. Yeah, like there's there's no like break between that where he's like, Charlie, you better watch out. I'm coming after you. And then immediately <laughs> he's in there. breaking in the house and, and like threatening Charlie. And I think it, it helps ass, the movie so much. His it's ass so becomes a vampire man. Mm-hmm. It's just like right off the bat. So, yes, it is fast paced. And like the whole time, it's just such a it's like a fun movie just the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have four minutes left on the Zoom call. Okay. Final thoughts. Oh, we're going to write the final thoughts, huh? Yeah, and then we can just go to the next movie. Yeah. I feel like we wrapped right. it up in four minutes. Mm-hmm. Might as well. Nathan, you go. Yeah, it was fun. It's a it's a good time. Silly. Um, I really want to rewatch it again. Like, it's one of those movies, like, you finish it, and you know I'm going to watch it again later, because I have to. Yes, uh, this movie, mm-hmm. I think, is an absolute blast. Uh, it is a movie about, I guess, vampires, but I, what I really like about it is that it kind of goes in different directions too. Like evil Ed is kind of a werewolf, mm-hmm. uh, at the end out of nowhere, which I like, uh, Jerry Dandridge, the vampire, his like, I guess it's, it's his housekeeper, but it's also hinted that he might be like his husband or something. Yeah. yeah. He becomes like, I don't know if he's a vampire, <laughs> Like, I don't know what his deal is. He's a daywalker or something. But his death is, like, by far one of the gorier deaths. <laughs> it is <laughs> like, Out of nowhere, he, like, explodes in the bones. And I don't know what he's supposed to be. Is he, like, a zombie or something? I, I took it as, like, a zombie thing. I think, I, like, it's part of, like, old vampire lore where they have, like, a fucking servant. Yeah. Who's like, who's yeah like I, that might be it. Because that's, like, in Powered. Dracula. Yeah. He's his like butt butt boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cut that out. Butler. <laughs> yeah, like Butler. His, you meant Butler. He's yeah. a sex slave. He's a sex slave. But he's in classic vampire serious? lore. Don't you know they have? Cut that out. Oh, yeah, cut it out. Brewster's looking through that window every night when the vampire is getting some. I'm just saying he doesn't. He doesn't need a butler. Yeah. Well, I mean, does he does he sleep with like the the prostitutes he takes in? I think he just bites uh, probably into not. Them. Yeah, just bites them. Yeah, but um, 
I threw myself off. What was I saying? <laughs> okay. Well, this movie uh, is a lot of fun. I think it's a nice Halloween pick. Um, I think it's kind of like the vibe I get from this is like Joe Dante lost movie maybe, right? Like, yeah. It's considered a cult movie, but I think this is kind of an unheralded, uh, like really good Halloween smash, smash up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it should be watched by more people. Yeah, I think more people need to see this for sure. What about you, Will? Do you have something to say in less than I, a minute? I do. It is one of my new favorite horror movies, like Halloween time movies. Like, it was fucking great. I loved it. Yeah, Peter Vincent rocks. I don't think we went into that enough. I really like yeah. Peter Vincent. Yeah, played by uh, Roddy McDowell, who's yeah. awesome. His apartment yeah. is so cool i wish that was my apartment all those all that uh, memorabilia that he has yeah it's great all right was that it all okay right. well, well we'll be right back with the exorcist after this commercial break Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. The world of darkness. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! The one hope, the only hope, the exorcist. Well, why Frightening and the Exorcist together? Why? Why? Well, one, obviously, because it was a random choice. It was a random pick. But I noticed two things about this movie that are very similar, actually. What's that? All things in very dissimilar movies. One, these are both horror movies. Okay, wait. Yes. Good, good. What? Yeah. Yeah, You're right, Will. Whoa. That's three things, maybe, then. One, they're horror movies. Two, both posters have houses on the cover. Wow. (laughs) Big, big film review that's why you listen to this podcast you know you want that mm-hmm. film expertise but you'll yeah. get possessed three both movies have the uh holy water trick where they use tap water instead of holy water it's true yeah. in fright night peter vincent does it to jerry dandridge and jerry dandridge drinks the damn fake holy water yeah in this Chugs movie in this movie uh damien uses it on reagan when she's all demonic and shit mm-hmm. and he's like that was tap water, and yet she acted like it was holy water. I don't think she's actually possessed, okay? 
even though she was speaking Latin. <laughs> and, saying, and she knew yeah. about my dead mom. Yeah, she knew all about my yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah, that part could have probably been a, a little cut down, <laughs> right? Immediately, he's just like, she's possessed. Oh, my God. No, no, they actually, they, that part, every part of this movie has an important uh, piece, right, to this puzzle. Yeah. Do one of you want to set it up? Last movie, we didn't really set it up. Okay, what yeah. If you, you want to set up the most popular horror movie of all time. Okay, yeah, good yeah, luck. Yeah, guy does. Good luck. All right, it's a uh, superhero origin story of the superhero, uh, The Exorcist. And uh, mm-hmm. of the whole movie, you... Uh, you see his transformation to the exorcist in the last 40 minutes. He is the exorcist and performs the exorcism on Thanos. Yeah. And then Harry Potter shows up and guess what? Guess who's also there? Tom Holland, Tom Holland as the director of fright night. Oh no. As uncharted Nathan Fielder, who starts up a business and they save the day. Oh yeah! What is this? Style? Come on, you gotta give me a little bit more here. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me a bone, why don't you? How do you feel um, about Tom Holland? How do I feel about Tom Drake? Holland? I just don't. I don't really like it. Handsome boy, the girls are gonna love him. I feel what? he looks the part, mm-hmm. but I'm just imagining him speak. Yeah, he <laughs> just doesn't have the right funny. voice. Well, yeah. what? This movie has been in production for so long, or mm-hmm. has been in development for so long, um, that he was supposed to be young Nathan Drake in like flashbacks. Because you know how Uncharted 4 does that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to play young Nathan Drake, but I guess now he's just playing Nathan Drake. Hmm. Oh, so, all right. I guess he's old enough now, I guess. I guess. How um, old was Nathan Drake in the first? I don't, I don't know. Can't say, but this movie has been in development so long. You mean when he's scuba diving and boats pull up over him and he's like, oh, be right back. Gotta murder 40 people. <laughs> Gotta commit some All murders. he does is he, he just murders constantly for four <laughs> games. It is nuts. And then in the first movie, the characters turn out to be zombies or something? Vampires? Right? I don't remember, man. Uh, nobody like kills them. people. Yeah, so it's okay to murder them. He shoots right? him in the head and then yeah. does a funny one-liner, <laughs> and then he's the charming young. Whoopsie Daisy! Oh, I'm a little scamp. Would he murder? Would he? Would he murder? Now, would he murder a 12-year-old possessed by the devil? Uh, probably. probably. He'd be. He'd like. If there's I'm some treasure to, to find, he'll yeah, shoot a little yeah. girl. So. I'm here to exercise your daughter. And yeah. he walks in, and it's like she has a map on her back or something. He's like, "Oh my God, we As... found it! We found the <laughs> let me find his journal. treasure. We found the treasure." Something lighthearted afterwards. I think he'll do it. Mm-hmm. No, he, he shoots her in the head, and he says, "She's been exercised." <laughs> it's like Nathan. Nathan. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Well, hey, speaking of Nathan, Nathan Drake, you're Nathan. Nathan Combs. Yes. But yeah. guess what? This movie has two wills. Two wills. That's right, Will. I know what you're thinking. Two wills? Uh, two wills. When I'm seeing will double end? here. I'm seeing double here. Four wills. William Peter uh, Blatty Brad. and William Friedman. 
And that's my opinion on this movie. Two wills. Can't go wrong with two wills. Two wills. 10 out of 10. Where there's a will, <laughs> there's a way. Fuck you. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Well, yeah. this is The Exorcist. Possibly Classic. one of the most popular horror movies of all time. Yeah, made it f- over 400 mil back in the day. Big yeah. deal. Big hit. Scared the pants off your, your mom. And your daddy. It scared the pants off me. It's a still a scary movie. Whoa. Years later. Yeah. It's still effective. I do think it's important to talk about the beginning because um, I was kind of talking about this. I think it's interesting that this movie's like pop culture, like zeitgeisty thing is only the last 40 minutes and nobody really talks about the other hour, which I think is like really good setup for a good hour. Hour 20. Hour 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This for the most part, this movie is pretty, uh, pretty, you know, uh, slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slow pacing. It is. Um, but it's not that slow, right? It like kind of dives right into it. It yeah. It, she for gets a movie, possessed early. For a movie that is pretty slow, I think when the scary stuff is happening, it it cuts around pretty fast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like we go from scene to scene here, and like from scene to scene, there'll be like. Oh, remember that thing that happened one week ago? <laughs> or just out of nowhere, a character will be like, a character just died. Yeah. It's like, yeah. misery, Ooh. horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie is very well known for obviously Reagan, uh, the makeup on Reagan and the makeup, I would say, on Max von Sydow um, at the time. Uh, he was a young person. But this movie made him into an old guy, the exorcist himself, which is funny because if you watch a movie today with him, which rest in peace, sir, he, uh, he died in March. Yes. Um, but he was in, he was in the force awakens. Yeah. He was in the force awakens. One scene. He's an old guy. And he looks like how he does in the exorcist. (laughs) He is pretty fucking rad. He's one of those actors that I know is an old person. So seeing him in the exorcist as an old person, I'm like, I think this person might be immortal. But rest in peace, King. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. The immortal right. King. He wasn't immortal enough. He wasn't Sorry. Immortal. Rest in peace, yeah. King. Mm-hmm. Seven Seal, another one. Yeah, exactly. Playing chess with death himself. Wow. That's right. But yeah, so this is a movie I think is, you know, known for the possession part yeah. of it. Which is amazing. It's great. Which are extremely uh-huh. well done, extremely atmospheric. That bedroom, one room is atmospheric. Yeah. yeah. And like super cold. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that when they breathe. Uh, yeah, I've always bad. loved that. That's always been one of my favorite parts of yeah. just that whole scene. When she floats. Um, these are like things people talk about uh, just like kind of casually, but they're like so built up in this movie, right? Yeah. In the sense that like this is like that's the big climax. This has been happening. This has been, it's been leading up to this for an hour yeah. and 20 It's been minutes. leading up yeah. to she's floating. They're trying to exercise her. It goes horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think you could make a whole movie where they're just trying to exercise her. And I think it would uh, probably be very exhausting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would be as but good. They it wouldn't, wouldn't. It wouldn't work because this is an old guy. These are not prepared people. You know, these characters, Damien is horribly depressed. Uh, You know, the exorcist himself, he's like, it took us months to exorcise someone. 
And like yeah. it almost killed him before last time he exercised somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, to get the whole movie, you can't just talk about the ending, which is the the, the most popular part of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to dig into, I think, how the realism of the bulk of the movie. I mean, I think this movie really yeah. is effective because it feels not documentarian though there are parts in it that feel like um fly in the wall in a way yeah very much so especially like the hospital parts yeah i think i think i find that interesting because you know your normal exorcism movie may just jump straight to hey let's it's all it's a demon this one's more like let's medically examine this and it takes a while to even get to that point where they're like we need an exorcism here yeah and even then when it's at that point everyone's like no it's not a demon yeah yeah, so you, there hasn't you, been a demon in these parts in 35 <laughs> years. <laughs> so you really go through the logical points like mm-hmm. to get to, oh, she's possessed by a devil. Like You mm-hmm. really go through them all. And then even when you get to that point, the, when you get a priest, he's like, they haven't done one of those in years and years and years. Yeah, it's uh, a hidden secret. We don't, I don't even know what the hell to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you have to go through that where he's trying to figure out if it's actually a demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how I like how Damien is set up. You know, you you don't really know what their connection is yet, right? You know that eventually they'll come together for this exorcist. Yeah. Um, but even then, like setting up Damien's character, it's just he's like mi- like miserable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, he, it, it's really sad. Like he is like losing his faith um and i think a lot of like faith it comes from william peter blake blatty sorry blatty Mm -hmm. he wrote the book and i think a lot of the faith and themes religious themes come from him Mm -hmm. as a writer and then the realism comes from the director friedkin Friedkin. yeah Uh, so you get uh, a lot of that fear and horror uh, early on, and it, you know, and it's something realistic. Like it's somebody watching their mom pass away, or yeah. missing their mom pass away, actually. Mm-hmm. But the way they have to handle their mom, and also like it's hinted that he could have gone on to be like a professional boxer. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot like, of build up on that. There's like. There are hints. He's like talking about like he's like about to go see his mom. He put his mom in like a crazy house, and like his the guy's like you well, could his, have been his in a mansion. brother. His brother put him there. Oh, that was that his brother. Okay. Uh, no, like, her, her, the mom's brother put her there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he's like the guy's like you could be in a mansion while your mom is here or something. <laughs> um, and it's just like like oh, this guy's just like ruined his potential. He somehow yeah. became like a a priest and he doesn't even like really believe in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I think that's what makes this interesting. You mentioned like the author, I think you can tell this movies. I mean, I've never read the book, but I feel like it plays really close to the book. Cause it, it it's very like novel esque where it has a lot of details, a lot of small details to build up these characters, yeah. kind of little side things. Yeah. Also the whole beginning of the movie where it's like in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking weird. That, yeah. That's- <laughs> I was like, "Am I watching the right movie?" Yeah, (laughs) it's so different from the rest of the movie. It is. I was like, quite the intro. Nathan Drake. He's like Nathan Drake. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tommy Boy himself. 
Or he's, you know, I was, I always thought like, is the exorcist like an Indiana Jones type at the end of his life? <laughs> but I guess him finding that statue, some somehow unlocks Pazuzu. Pazuzu, yeah, yeah. This is the only movie I've ever seen that makes priests look cool. Uh, but I don't Damien, know about that. what's the other movie? Priest. You ever seen Fleabag, <laughs> the Amazon show? No, I've never what seen about Fleabag, but Leap I know Obama Faith. liked it. It's good. Uh, Leap uh, of Faith. Season two makes the priest look cool. Nice. Damn, that's badass. But uh, what about preacher? Just what we need. Priest looking cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's kind of like a, I, you know, Damien is like a gothic king, right? <laughs> he's like depressed <laughs> he was cool you know he was emo before it was cool uh but i'd like to see him go on adventures which is a shame that he has to die at the end uh, yeah whatever whatever you, horror movie do your thing don't well, set up any don't sequels know that okay even though they yeah. they made sequels we'll go into that in a second yeah they did but you know not only do we get damien's story but we also get um reagan and uh chris is her name uh hey we got Will, we got Chris. Uh-oh. What, what is this, an episode of Media Boys? Uh, where was the Nathan again? Nathan uh, Drake. Nathan Drake. <laughs> he was uh, in our so... gag. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah, the I'm there in spirit. The Exorcist is Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he's there, too. Uh, he goes on oh. adventures in Iraq and stuff. Yeah, okay. he's yeah. there. Why not? But uh, So we follow her, too. Chris but McNeil. there's two of me. There's two of you. Two we Williams. Have, we yeah, have two of you talking over each other at the same time. <laughs> but uh, she's like, she's an actress, and she's in a movie, Crash Course, which is directed by this, I forget his name, but he he's like her ex-husband, Reagan's father. Yeah. Which uh, is talked about. It's one of those details that's like, they talk about it, but it's never like, he never has a scene with her. Like you never yeah, see just, the two of them together. Just the beginning, and then she—he's kind of gone. But that's kind of goes with the plot. Then she fucking murders him with a gun. No, she pushes him out a window, but we don't see it oh. happen. Oh yeah. Which that's once again, a, a lot of a lot of details. They she talk about them. That's right. <laughs> they talk about things that happen, but we don't really see it. So like, yeah. I completely forgot that happens. Like I forgot but she breaks, that she breaks his neck first. And then pushes him out the window. Yeah, she twists his head 360. Mm-hmm. Or one, it was more like 180. 180. Yeah, and I think that's a lot, like, very close to, like, classic horror, where it's more about, like, being told something rather than seeing it. Like, that horror is kind of there in the background. It's kind of scary. You don't know exactly what, what happened. This is The Exorcist, which is a movie known for showing you things that happen. <laughs> at the end. Not, not specifically at the end, though. There, there's the mm-hmm. part... Where Where obviously the bed's shaking, and then we get the part in the hospital where it's like, oh, things are weird. Mm -hmm. But specifically the crucifix scene. Yes. Where she's freaking going going to town. Going the nuts uh, on a cross. On a cross. um, Like stabbing. uh, Not like... Well, you know know where she's stabbing. blood and stuff. You Mm -hmm. know where she... And then she's like, mommy, come in here and get in on this action. Come on. Yeah. Jesus is here. We need I famous was, actress Chris McNeil to come in here. I was mm. talking about um uh, last night how like this movie fucking made in the seventies and like the fucking I don't know I don't know how to explain it but like 
it's wild that, that movie was made then. No, in in seventy like the language in that movie and like mm-hmm. the stuff that happens in it. It's like wow, that's mm-hmm. fucking hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, I was bored, so I was like, I should write like an actual review of this movie, a movie that's been reviewed yeah. millions of times in the past. But I, I realize you realize just like how essential this movie is, and like, like the culture, the mm-hmm. horror films that have uh, preceded it mm-hmm. are still being made today. Like if you go to go to yeah. Redbox, when you go to the store next time, go to Redbox, click on it, there will be like dozens of ripoffs of this movie that were made oh, like yeah. last year <laughs> that are they're still being made. And there's there I guess there's still a market for the Exorcist ripoffs. Yeah, and I mean like, you could say it, it's like one of the most important horror movies just for that. Like, one of the most important movies? I could see yeah, no, for sure. Um, especially coming at that time, 73, like you, movies like this were only just starting to be made. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. And it, it's like, not even just Redbox though. Like every year there's dozens of exorcist ripoffs put into theaters too, mm-hmm. <laughs> because like we need to get the teens in here. But I think like if you sat down some teens to watch this movie, they would get bored. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 it gets it takes a while to get to the point. It's one of like, those movies that's in like in terms of like modern movies. While it is like an essential Halloween choice, right? Um if you're like some teen getting into horror movies, I don't think you would appreciate this as much. And that's not an insult to the movie. It's just It's an insult to teenagers. It's an insult to te- I'm insulting teenagers. I think they're too stupid to <laughs> to get through this. <laughs> Unless no. you're one of our listeners, we're not talking about you. You're hey, smart. Man. Hey, if we have a teen base, please don't make fun of me on the internet. I uh, I can't handle that. If teens at a bus stop pointed and laughed at me, I think it would ruin my uh, month. Okay. I was speaking yeah. of teens. I was playing a game of Dead by Daylight, and uh, I was the killer, and I killed everyone but one person. And I thought someone sent me a message, but it was a party invite, and I accidentally joined it. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh no! Where all, it was teens talk, calling you a doo doo ass. They they were all like, they they were uh, they were waiting for me to say something. And I was like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and then like later they were like, oh, I thought I thought you'd be an asshole, but I guess, uh, but you're really nice. So I don't know. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Wait, they said that to you? Yeah. But okay. they they were like teenagers and they're like they were fucking like, yo, who wants to play ESO? Anyone want to play ESO? Uh, and like okay. it was super weird. And so it was like, hey, Mark Ruffalo, do you have ESO? And I was like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Are we sure and, this is these were teenagers? I feel like yeah. children invite random people to their parties. I'm they pretty were, sure I did that. I don't know what's up with that. I I haven't been in a party since like middle school. In in Xbox in real life, yeah. I've been to plenty of parties. Uh huh. Yeah, Chris. Your okay. party head. I don't want to give the teens it. more fuel to come after me. Oh yeah, me. I have sex all the time. I am not like <laughs> Charlie Brewster. I promise. <laughs> I'm cool with the teens. Mm-hmm. Oh heck yeah! I'm like Reagan from The Exorcist. She's yeah, cool, right? I'm, I'm freaking yeah. edgy and twisted. Mm-hmm. I freaking said like. Your mother, 
uh, sucks beeps and heck. I can't say the words. I'm not. I'm not Reagan. She's I'm one not. of the great like non PC comedians. She can just <laughs> she just says whatever. If she had a podcast today, she would be huge. People she would be giant. She'd yeah. be giant. She'd be the next Joe Rogan. There wouldn't be a Joe Rogan. Because it would be Reagan. It would be mm-hmm. Reagan. It, Reagan. She just says what she thinks, and I love it. Yeah, that's what's important to me. It speaks to me. And then she'd become an elected official. Uh, it's like, we, but she's literally the devil. It's like, <laughs> but she speaks up. her mind. Shut up, Snowflake. I feel okay. like that's a devil I can have a beer with. <laughs> Pazuzu. Pazuzu, come over. Uh-huh. Oh, no. S- so it's in the sequel. <laughs> it's in the sequel that they reveal who the demon is that has been possessing her. It's Pazuzu, which I mm-hmm. uh, is the funniest name for a demon. And yes. it completely takes away from any scariness this demon well, could have. Yeah. Even though the demon, the face of that demon, the subliminal messaging and all that, that is pretty spooky. Like I, ta- I like that freaks me out. Like the f- cutting of frames of the demon's face, that's like And that yeah. was Same. this is a situation where that's like an extended cut. Yeah. I think he added that stuff in later. Um he also added in probably one of the most important parts of the movie when they're on the stairway. Mhm. That's like the thesis for this entire movie where they're kind of just like it's not the fact that she's a demon or possessed by demon. It's the fact that this demon is bringing so much misery into this world. Yeah. And making us all miserable, miserable. That's like the true horror here. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's the, that's what's scary about this movie. Um, it's not like a spooky face necessarily, but it's the fact that once this demon comes here, it's just like everyone is miserable and life becomes worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. It's that, that's the true horror. Um. Also, it's mm-hmm. gonna kill a little girl. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like there to like feast <laughs> mm-hmm. on her soul. Yeah, yeah. Which, like I feel like that's like the core of it is he's possessed a little girl. Maybe it's like destruction of innocence and everything. Like mm-hmm. it's interesting. And I always thought that Damien's death is like it's scary. It's like a you know him getting thrown out the window, but he kind of sacrifices himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the the deal, right? I, f- I felt like it was him jumping out the window, and not the he's demon. Like, yeah, he's, he's like yeah. he's like me to he's me to the teens. Please stop talking about my mother that way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw myself out this window and kill myself, and these teens are gonna see a dead body and they're gonna freak out. <laughs> yeah. All right, they're not gonna like change what they their see. life forever. Yeah, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change your life. I'm gonna turn into a doll right now. <laughs> the teens at the bus stop. Body? The teens at the bus stop are gonna be shocked. Okay, just just saying. Check okay. out this comedy. <laughs> Fucking pranked, idiots. <laughs> I'm gonna slit my own throat in front of you, morons. <laughs> <laughs> and film your reaction. That'd be epic. Mm-hmm. My cameraman, he's at home editing. <laughs> The footage of me slitting my own throat. <laughs> He's like, this is going to get so many clicks. Uh-huh. Hey, Chris, come in here. Take a look at this. Oh, yeah, Chris is dead. I'm not at his funeral right now. Fuck. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I guess I guess final thoughts for the old exorcist. He died as he lived, doing sick pranks. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You know how, how many demons you could trick with a Ouija board? So many. What do you mean? Like prank calling oh, a demon oh, with a prank. Ouija board? <laughs> uh-huh. Is your refrigerator running? 
<laughs> to Suzu, more it's like, like yes. Oops, Suzu. It's like, yes, my refrigerator. <laughs> my fridge is running. Go check Reagan's room. And you go in there and it's cold as shit. You're like, what? Did- you left the fucking fridge open. Damn. I say that. That's a production joke because in this movie they used refrigerators to make it cold, right? Who left the fridge I'm open? Not sure. Who left the fridge open? Oh, it was the director. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, don't if you that's another thing about this movie, the production. The production of this film, it's one of those cursed productions. Yeah, yeah. Didn't people die during it? People died, people mm-hmm. were treated horribly. That's probably why some of the things are off camera. I think the the actual direct the director character, did he actually die in real life? Did he? Is that the whole deal? I the think. I, I probably should have researched it more before this. No, not the actual director, but the character that plays the director. He might have actually died, and that's and why that's it's why. like off screen. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. You don't know? Google it real fast. But, that's what I'm trying. But so, uh, like, there's like certain things, like the director, William Freeman, like, fired a gun next to the Damien character to, like, freak him out. He didn't let him know. He just fired a gun. He was like, get into character. You shouldn't be freaked out. You should be in character. But also, like, Reagan, like, the scene where she's being pulled up and down on the bed, that, like, really messed up her back, apparently. Yeah. Um, also, two actors died uh, in post-production, not while Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but also, Chris McNeil. I uh, don't remember the actress's name. Sorry. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, she... She was also like injured. Her she was like the part. I think it was the part where she's like pulled back when Reagan is attacking her. Mm-hmm. Like her back was messed up too. Like they just like um, not a good li- uh, not a good production. Yeah, Linda Blair had like a mental breakdown during it. The little girl, which yeah. is yeah. And also, actually, the voice of the demon, um, the actress. Apparently, she really got into character. Like she was an alcoholic, a drug addict. Oh. And she was like insisting on doing as many drugs and alcohol as possible to get into that character to the point where she was like, tie me down. Like the character was, and she was like going, going ham on this, this microphone. Oh my God. According to the dialogue for this demon. It was Ellen Burstyn. That's who plays Chris McNeil. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, insane production. Not very good. <laughs> uh, the things that happened, stuff yeah. that you can avoid really. Um, for some reason that happens on movies with these themes uh, another one which I watched recently was Poltergeist that is a movie yep, with, that's uh, a, haunted a cursed set yeah. uh, and they say it's cursed because of the uh, scene where the skeletons are coming out of the pool Isn't that like those real are skeletons? actual it's real skeletons, real skeletons. Yeah. yeah I'll fucking curse you yeah mm-hmm. that is like that's a yeah an easy way to get a curse just touch a skeleton. <laughs> but yeah, well, I said this yeah. about probably 10 minutes ago, but final <laughs> thoughts. Final thoughts. Great movie. Uh, classic horror movie. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, not it's perfect, a, but great. Yeah, it's not a perfect uh, movie. No. Um, it is regarded as a classic for a reason. Uh, it is highly regarded and usually put in like you know best of um and it's better 
And I get why it I've is. Fright Night. I get why I get why this movie is considered like the Godfather of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I understand, but like I'm never gonna put the Godfather on like my favorites <laughs> list. Yeah, no, no. I, like it's a movie that you know is good, but it's not like something I need to watch. If I was going through history, like this is an important movie mm-hmm. in terms of history. It is. It is a very important and it movie. is. It's also a pretty good movie. Uh, it's one of those movies that people would like to tell you is dated, but it's not. No, it's no. really not that dated. It actually still is pretty effective today. Yeah, there's not like bad CGI in it or something. It, it's all it's, practical. It's a good looking movie. Yeah, it's fine. It, the effects are are pretty good looking, um, and it still is. It's a good watch. I, I haven't. Watch. I haven't like actually been like I didn't, haven't been like did like a jump. Like, ah, like I went, ah, what? I got scared watching this movie, which hasn't happened in a long time. When the fucking flame shoots up from the candle. Oh, yeah. That fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah. That is actually a good scene of like subverting what the scare could be. Yeah. Like, like some, something could jump out, like a, a, a damn cat or something. Mm-hmm. But that fire effect is really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a recent movie. That I could like compare it to would be like Hereditary. Oh like, yeah, just some of the stuff in that movie kind of reminds me of the scares of this movie. Specifically, the fact that they use the basement or the attic. Sorry, not the basement. Yeah, I was actually watching this thinking. I think the attic is probably the scariest part of any house. Like yes. I don't honestly, I don't think the basement is as scary because, like, basements can be, like, actual rooms. Like, basement's pretty like scary. A, a nice den. I don't know. Basements yeah. scare the crap A basement can be scary, but an attic is usually just a place where you store things. Well, you can make an attic a den, too. Yeah. I've you hung could. out in an attic before. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we live in Florida where nobody has a basement, <laughs> I still think the attic is the scarier part. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I could do a Twitter poll or something. <laughs> we could get answers to this. But uh, yeah, but th- there's a little bit more sense of danger in an attic because you could fall through. You could fall through unless, of a- course, it's like an attic like that. Okay, like well, specifically, fucking- I'm thinking about my my like, uh, you know, my house. Uh, I live in an apartment, but you know, <laughs> my yeah, my parents' house. Parents the house. attic, the attic there is dark. There's no AC in there. It's hot as shit. Yeah. And, like, it has that fluffy stuff where it's like you could fall through if you stand on it. You yeah. Shouldn't, it's just restoring things. That room, I, feel, I would not want to spend more than, like, a second in. <laughs> just I feel like it's harder to be scared in a hot room than a cold room. Because you're not as focused on... Give us yeah. some more... If we had more time, we could dig into this. <laughs> yeah, the next step, let's do it. Like, hot versus cold, basement versus, versus attic. Cold. Right, because it's... It's like you're sweating and there's more stuff to be distracted by. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Then. But no, then, for sure. But uh, then there's the thing. <laughs> then there's like the thing, Arctic Desert. Yeah. Arctic but, yeah, Desert versus regular okay. desert. What's scarier? Right. So What's scarier, this? the thing or tremors? Well, the thing. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> yeah, so. Come tremors is fun. But tremors there's got to be like, uh, what's like a good hot horror movie? I don't know Texas Chainsaw. But they're not yeah. really hot. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't Mike, think. I didn't think Leatherface was that attractive. Sorry. Uh oh. When he's in that girl uh, makeup, I, th- I don't think he's that. I hot. think he's. I don't hot. know. 
Sounds like a problem with you, Chris. Yeah. I know. Sorry. With his cool apron. Mm-hmm. I did. I've always loved that he like dresses. He just randomly puts on makeup. Yeah, he just does what he wants to do. That's fun. What a king. What what a fun what a fun film. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, Texas Chainsaw. So much fun. I wish that was on the list. But it's not. That's okay. But anyway, Nathan, you gotta do your final thoughts, but uh, um I, I if I said anything, I'd just be a repeat of you guys. It's a classic for a reason. It's still scary to this day. It is a movie yeah. that once again I'd like to hammer in that this movie mm-hmm. is one of the most copied movies of all time. Yeah. And it is still being used today. And it always will be in horror. It always will be. Never the Exorcist not lives on, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Exor- and you know, I've heard the Exorcist Two is hilariously bad, and the third yep. one is pretty good. Which is directed by William Peter Blatty, right? He, he the author, came oh, yes. to direct it. Yeah, he directed yeah. the third oh. one. He, yeah, he directed the third one. I don't know who directed the second one. Yeah. But the second one's supposed to be Awful. like a joke, like so bad it's good type of. Yeah, thing. considered like one of the worst. But hey, one considered one of the best, one considered one of the worst. What a, what a franchise. So yeah, two more really good movies on our list. We got through them. Mm-hmm. But what are we talking about next week? I believe we're talking about They Live. And we're also talking about The Babysitter 2, Killer Queen. Ooh, two, two, two uh, fun movies. An addendum of Babysitter 1. Did you guys watch Babysitter 1? I, I, I Yeah, yet. I watched it. I have not, which means I have to watch three movies. Oh, no. <laughs> but also, we want to do media boils. And I feel like even if we don't get it in in time, I feel like we should still do it. Like, even if it's released oh. in November. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, media boils. Yeah. Just get which, yeah, it doesn't matter. Folks, we're setting Hol- up media boils now. Media boils will be Blair Witch, the game. Mm-hmm. We'll watch, play, listen. Well, so what's, what are we watching? We're watching The Witches, the new 2020 Robert Zemeckis Remake of the mm-hmm. Roald Dahl film adaptation. What are we playing? Can someone tell me that, even though I already said it? We're playing the Blair Witch. And game. what do we listen to, Will? Do you remember? I don't. Okay, I Nathan, what are we listening you. to? Stevie Nicks, Belladonna. Her Terrific. debut album. A nice witch-themed episode. We did Media Boogs already. Got to get another one in there. Well, hey, folks. Thanks wow. for listening to Media Boys this week. Yeah, Almost thank you guys. Here. Thanks for sticking with us, even though we're all clearly very tired. Uh, <laughs> I had a we're recording early in the morning. Monster! Oh, oh damn! I, I had it. a full. I've already watched a movie. I've recorded a <laughs> podcast. I'm over here like, and now uh, I gotta go to work. Yeah, I brushed, I'm I brushed my teeth, and now I'm awake. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, folks, let's let Nathan go to work, and we're gonna end the call. See you all next right. week. Bye, See everybody. Week. See you next week for They Live and Babysitter 2. Hope you have a lovely week. I love you. Oh.